What's your favorite scary movie? the podcast where two lgbts talk the horror movie of the week real life crime or events and if it's worthy of being an honorary gay film and yes the titles are puns i'm l i'm kate we made it we made it to spooky season <laughs> boo i'm stoked fucking stoked do you have any halloween plans i know we're still in we're still in a pandemic not everyone knows that but <laughs> I do. do you have I'm, any big Halloween plans? I'm gonna be working, but I get to dress up, so that's Woo! So that's like the best part of the whole damn thing. I get to I get to dress up, so, uh, and I'll be working. But since it's on a Sunday, we get to do the early close, so I might be able to come home and do a little trick or treaters. Nice. Uh, blast some Aww. music out my window, like my parents like it. <laughs> Just classical horror, uh, you know, music. So. What about you? Any any horror plan? Any Halloween horror plans for you? Yeah, yeah la- I well, I I worked in reverse. I was like, I decided I was gonna be Zemo, as you know. Yeah. I was like, I just gotta plan ahead and make this costume just in case I get invited to something, just in, or some kind of plans. The worst case scenario was I I go down and help my cousin's kids trick-or-treat dressed as Zemo, which would have been hilarious. But then <laughs> la- last minute, my friend was like, I'm having, like, low-key hang. Like, lo- which I'm like, perfect. I don't want anything big. We're still in a pandemic. So, like, a low-key hang with costumes, and I can just, like, do little dan- Sokovian dances. That's my Halloween plan. <laughs> and I'm going to Horror Nights the night before. On Saturday, this Saturday. Hell yeah. Finally, it's happening. Um, yeah. So, I wanted to pick something with Halloween, like, specific vibes. Because this is a horror podcast. We do that all the time. Oh, yeah. Like, and I was trying to think, like, we had... And we've done... We've done the classics already. Like, we've done Trick or Treat. And what else? You know. Um, <laughs> and I was thinking back to... At the very beginning of the pandemic... I, I, sorry that... I'm like, here's the story of why this time. <laughs> at the very beginning of the pandemic, Cinematic Void, which is... Uh, this, like, horror screening th- thing in um, L.A. normally, they started doing virtual screenings. And I think one of the first ones they did, I just remember, this was, like, back, you know, like, mid-March. Like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. And just so, like, having anything to look forward to um, and feel like you're, like, in a community still with people because they would, like, tweet along on their Twitter account and everything. Um they showed the, this, which is The Midnight Hour, which is what we're doing. It's this TV movie from 1985. Oh. It takes place on Halloween night. A bunch of crazy kids at a party. They're stupid and, like, let's read this ancient scroll. Um, <laughs> that, oh, God, my cat just opened the door. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> I just saw your door open and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, I was like. I was like, am I about to watch like, why are your eyes widening? What <laughs> if, like... what if this was our unfriended episode where I just get murdered? <laughs> Finally. <laughs> That'll up the ratings. <laughs> Live execution. No. <laughs> you like the pandemic means... horror movie host or something like that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that movie was fine. <laughs> um... <laughs> 
And what's funny is I hear the sophomore movie that director's like terrible. Like oh people are like angry. I'm like, yeah, we. <laughs> it's because you something was like fine and you praised it and now you gave them more power. <laughs> what you did? Look what you did. Um. So midnight hour. That's what. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's about this this group of teens getting ready for a Halloween party, but on the way, one of them is related to, I guess, a woman that was killed for like being a a witch and like putting a curse on the town and they basically read this scroll that they find that brings the curse back so that anyone that died in that town what is it specifically on halloween night or anyone that died in that town i think it's just like whenever it happens just it just happened <laughs> that, to happen on halloween yeah. this time but just okay. like whenever it happens it it cares that's why i was confused they're like i don't think they fucking know but anyways they just People start coming back from the dead. The descendant is like a vampire and bites her great 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 granddaughter or whatever and starts this chain reaction of. So let's just get into it. Like, okay, did you like this movie? I'm curious. I thought it was a little fun time. Uh, yeah, it was a little cheesy. Yeah, of course it was because it's a it's a fucking made for TV movie, obviously. Um, yeah, but it was it was fun to me. It was very fun. Um, and the soundtrack was fucking killer. Love that soundtrack. Dude. It was the best part. The, with every needle drop, I was just thinking about. I'm like, what is a TV movie budget in the 80s? Like, what the? F- how did you get all of these? That's what they spent the budget on. Like, <laughs> the soundtrack. Maybe. I guess so. I mean, hey, I mean, this didn't look like a lack of budget. Or <laughs> how dare you? Um. <laughs> um. Yeah. Great. Great drops including they have to have the midnight hour absolutely i was excited about that um and there's a full-on just musical number near the end of it too (laughs) that i'm obsessed with um (laughs) and it's apparently thriller-esque because like a lot of the effects crew of the thriller music video were involved in it you can see it i'm just like yeah this this feels like so I'll, I'll get into it. I still I've watched this twice and don't know how I feel about it totally <laughs> because there's so much going on and like because it's a TV movie. Like I'm I'm just trying to figure out who it's for. Yeah. Like, if it because it's for if it's for kids, I feel like it gets too dark. But if you're a hardcore horror fan watching it, this um, there's not a lot for you. <laughs> Maybe it's I don't know. From what I've heard, like, I, I had never heard of this till Cinematic Void showed it, but now this year, more, I feel like I've seen more people talking about it. You, L, you sent me, um, a tweet about it, like, right before, right after I'd chosen yeah. it. You're like, hey, speak of the devil! <laughs> and I think, and they compared it to, like, I think this is what it's for. It's for putting on during a Halloween party. Yeah. Like, imagine, like, you have a cool living room with, like, a projector or something, and you can just put this on... Because it's definitely vibes. Yeah. It's all around good tunes and spooky vibes, which is important. So, like, yes. who cares about the plot and the stupid teens? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I wrote that in my notes. I was just, like, living for the vibes going on. Like, I love that, like, this the five or six characters. It's, like, you got the jock. You got the, like, cheerleader-esque girl that the nerd guy is crushing on. Um... And then you got uh, the two other cool kids, um, and the 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 nerd mm-hmm. guy is supposed to be the oh god, what's his fucking he's name? He's so annoying. I don't <laughs> know his name. He's annoying. Why do I give a shit that your f- girl- friend 
friend girl doesn't want to fuck you. Like <laughs> Phil. That's his name. Phil. Phil. Uh, and he did like a report where he talks about how uh, Melissa, uh, her great, 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 great grandmother was mm-hmm. uh, judged by his great, 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 great grandfather. So he, there was like two. Uh, that's how they're kind of connected in that way. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then they they decide, hey, let's go into this museum that showcases this period in time where this happened, and like here's the literal actual costumes, and let's steal them for the night for the oh Halloween God, party. Steal the costumes. And then they go into a basement that they discover, and they're like, hey, there's this old trunk with like old scrolls and stuff. Let's take it. And so they do. Um, and then they're like, oh, you know where we should try these on? The cemetery. The cemetery. <laughs> And then that's where they read. That's where they read the scroll. Or I guess I wonder if it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Melissa reading the scroll. Um, but I feel like that gave it the power to happen. Uh, sure, I don't know. But but she doesn't break the spell though. No, I don't know. I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. I don't think anyone is, I Just don't anybody think reading it. It's like the Evil Dead. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, kids, don't read ancient fucking scrolls that you know are known to put curses on the Or if you hear weird shit on a tape recorder start being said, just shut that off. Just be like, no, we don't need this. We got enough going on already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it, it is funny to me that, like, up until the finale where, like, every, everyone starts coming alive and shit's getting real, there's, like, co- like civil war things happening. <laughs> um, but, like, b- before that, like, 98% of the the people that come back are just, like, there to vibe. They're just, like... <laughs> I guess it's a thing of, like, unfinished business, but most of them just decide to go to this party the teens are holding. Like, it's so funny to me. <laughs> just, like, we're here There's to party. One... That's all. Which, yeah, good for them. <laughs> That's what I feel like... Maybe watching this again, I was... Like, knowing the ending, knowing that there's... And then... I can form sentences. <laughs> The, the stakes are really low in this because you find out that if they can fix the curse by the end of the night, like, nothing that happened matters. It all goes back to normal. Yeah. Which is kind of just like, well, that, okay, so there's no stakes. I mean, there is if you fail, but yeah. we know you won't because we are watching a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just, I don't know, it's it's a choice. Yeah. is I don't know how you feel about no, that. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very low... It feels like this is almost a movie for, like, general audience, like, almost preteens, I guess, or something like that. Yeah, it feels just very general, not scary enough to, like, that your parents would make you turn it off if you're, like, not too young, but also, like, you still have a good time with it because, like, they have the killer soundtrack and also, um, you know, it's, it's, it's still fun, even if it is ridiculously cheesy and speaking of ridiculously cheesy like didn't Grease come out on broadway around this time and they no l l i looked it up nope. the, 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 this was the past uh, decade before oh okay this I, movie Grease was the 70s this is the 70s they okay so they had to yeah. have based sandy in this film off of the sandy and Grease because they are way too probably close. they are way too close um so, yeah, when you when you when you said that, I bet this the people who made Grease watched this movie in 1985. I was like, I that I don't know enough about Grease to say no, but I don't think that's right. Yeah, I didn't know either. All I was thinking of was the fucking movie. I don't. I forgot it was well, Broadway. The, the movie was 78. It was <laughs> like fuck yes. me. I don't know dates. 
fuck my drag. <laughs> okay, but the party, the coolest part of that entire party was the popcorn in the casket with a fake skeleton. Like, that was pretty cool. I'm writing that down for a future party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I also wrote, Not- horror movie wins, old angry white man dies first. God. <laughs> Well, that's the kind of thing, that's the example of, like, we, it is, for the most part, pretty cheesy and no stakes, but then it's like, is this for kids? Because, like, there's some intense, not kills in this, but, like, what, the first, like, vampire transformation is really intense, and also there's, like, this subject matter of that, like, abusive alcoholic father that one of the kids has, Yeah. Like, what the fuck? It's like, oh, Why? shit. Fuck. And it's, like known to their friend group like he shows up they think he's like driving up drunk to the party like ah your dad's blasted it's like that's not a funny thing to him and like what are kids gonna think of this if it's for kids i don't know (laughs) i think the answer though is that this movie is for like the guys the guys at cinematic board that showed it were like this was their gateway horror and they watched it on tv and have nostalgia for it that seems to be yeah that according to that all the reviews on letterboxd of like man i watched this as a kid i'm like okay and the comments so, like, on YouTube apparently are like much simpler times, and I'm like, maybe for you, bitch. <laughs> simpler times. Th- mm. Okay, that's a can of worms. Can of worms, right there. No, Don't go into I- that one. Um, but no, yeah, that's a that's what a lot of the comments were like. They were like, I remember watching this in uh, like the 1985, blah, blah, stuff like that. And I was like, damn. Uh huh. All right. <laughs> no, I'm I'm always gonna be the killjoy when people are talking about 80s nostalgia. I'm always the Debbie Downer that has to bring up the AIDS crisis. Like, they yes. weren't thinking that happened. <laughs> Do it. Like, um, Do it. Yeah, I'm like, especially the year 1985, like, is a significant year. <laughs> Let's make people sad. <laughs> what else did I write down in my notes? Um, oh, I was just like, near the beginning, I was just like, a win for representation, everyone's bisexual, because they were kind of, I was feeling it. Dude, right? <laughs> we're gonna get into that. We're, we're, we're getting into that. We will get yeah, into that. Yeah. Um, I love... <laughs> oh! Oh, yeah, go the, ahead. Uh, I was like, zombies are getting more action than I am. Um. God. <laughs> like in Dead... I just watched Dead Alive. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, the kids when they were trick-or-treating and they got apples and the lady was like, don't eat those. And I was like, oh, it's the razors in your apples. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Damn, people. Ill. I can't remember what part it was, but I did write no means no, so, you know. Mm. Oh, That sounds like an 80s oh, movie. It's when, like, Vinny kept trying to, like, get Melissa to, like, in the mood to, like, go up, go somewhere, have sex, and she was like, Vinny, no, and, like, uh... said it, like, five times, and it was like, no means no, do I have to drag you out, LeVar Burton? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I was gonna bring up. We talked about it off mic, but LeVar Burton, like... <laughs> Baby LeVar Burton. Baby. A couple years before Star Trek. I, I looked it up. I was curious how pre-Star Trek this was. Because he looks so young. Yeah. And then he he's not an intimidating vampire at all. He, lo- uh, he shows his little fang. And I'm like, that's oh. so cute, LeVar Burton. Look at you. Oh, baby. Look at you as a vampire. <laughs> God. I love Melissa, though. I thought she was great. And she, uh, wasn't she yeah. the main promo for this film or something? Because she, she sang the song that was doing, they were doing the, like, mm-hmm. dance number two, which I thought was I, great. That was a great answer. I love it. Yeah, I don't know how this was promoted. <laughs> I wish she was the main character. Should have been. But that, yeah, that dance makes iconic. I feel like that's 
what everyone talks about with this movie or what, like, the first reference is to it. <laughs> For good reason. Yeah. It's so fun. I love it. Uh, oh, yeah, when the, one of the girls, um, shit, what's her name? The other girl. You think I know their names? I'm so <laughs> sorry. sorry. No, it's here. fine. No, I have IMDb up here. I have it pulled Vicky. up. Vicky. Other girl. Oh. Uh, Vicky. No. Mary. Sorry. Mary. There, wait, the, there is a Vicky <laughs> on the cast list. No. <laughs> no, it's Mary that I was thinking of. Sorry. And she okay. originally wasn't supposed to go to the party, but then she got, like, somebody else. Oh, yeah. her brother Because she's like, because his, because uh, her sister is having a kid on Halloween. And I was like, do you know how much I wish I was, ha like, I was born on Halloween, dude? Like, that'd be so killer. <laughs> Um, yeah, I wrote that in, like, all I don't know, that's, caps. But that's, that's one fewer day to look forward to, though. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe it's, oh, like, I mean, a nice imagine thing. Like, it's not, but I wish. I don't know. You know? Well, I, uh, friend, f former guest friend of the show, Xander, got married on Halloween. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, it's just all, oh, always have something to do on Halloween. I'm like, yeah, that's true. It's do it. great. Good marriage. True love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything really significant. That's to okay. About this film. If you want a fun little spooky <laughs> movie that you can't decide who it's for, but it watch it with a group probably. Probably watching it alone feels stupid, like what I did. <laughs> it's a good time, and I think watching it in a group would be even better because then you could just yeah. be making like scathing remarks about it, but also just like having fun at the same time. So. It's mm -hmm. totally fine. <laughs> um, so we might as well jump into it. And unfortunately, this did not happen in real life. So we had to come up with something else Damn to it. talk about. <laughs> and since they were like, hey, these people are descendants of like this, like witch judge and uh, witch. I was like, let's find some famous people who were uh, descendants of like witch, tri witch trial descendants. So like both the people who are judging and the actual uh, accused witches themselves. Mm. Um, as always, we know, uh, Nathaniel Hawthorne, one of the most famous, yeah. he was a 19th century author. Uh, he wanted to distance himself from his great-great-grandfather, who, the name was originally spelled H-A-T-H-O-R-N-E, he just added a W to it, um, because <laughs> he was like, I don't want to be part of this, and, uh, <laughs> um, but also... Louisa May Alcott and her sisters Anna, Elizabeth, and May were the great-great-granddaughters of Judge Samuel Sewell. Uh, he had later apologized for his role in the witch trials. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. That didn't give you shit, though. Uh, more than half of the U.S. presidents, uh, if you throw in cousins and nephews, had a blood connection to someone involved in the events of 1962... 1692 to 93? I can't talk. Um... There's also uh, Lucille Ball. She's a direct descendant of the, the William Town, uh, whose also descendants include Hall of Famer Ty Cobb, Mary's sixth great grandson. Vincent Price was uh, Rebecca Town, uh, uh, seventh great grandson, and Mitt Romney the eighth. No! <laughs> Oh, there's no. the there's the twist. There's the twist. There it is. <laughs> oh, that sucks. 
Oh, no, not another one. Um, oh, no, not another one. So there's probably no witch trials judge or victim that's more famous relatives than George Burroughs. He's the only minister who was executed for witchcraft because he was smart, athletic, good-looking, and apparently catnip to the ladies. Uh, he originally <laughs> preached in Salem, but he left for a congregation in Falmouth, which is known as Portland, because of a salary dispute. He did not get paid. Uh, in April of 1693, Massachusetts officials arrested him in Maine as he ate dinner with his family, and the court swiftly convicted him. Uh, as he stood on a ladder at Proctor's Ledge, George Burroughs recited the Lord's Prayer, something which is supposedly couldn't do, but the hangman launched him into eternity anyway. Um, Damn! The crowd that came to see the show then grew uneasy about the next four hangings scheduled that day. Um... Cotton Mather, who was the man that hated him and got him uh, on that trial, told them Burroughs had received a fair trial. Uh, besides said Mather, he wasn't really a minister, but the devil transformed into an angel of light. Uh, the crowd calmed down and watched the others' spores die. So Burroughs had nine children. Uh, he has a famous descendant. Uh, his sixth great-grandson is Walt Disney. Uh, <laughs> Oh, gosh. He also has a mess of distant cousins, including 21 presidents. Um, and that includes the Bushes. God damn it. Not fast enough. <laughs> he also has a distant relationship to a presidential assassin. Uh, Burroughs was the 11th cousin nine times removed from Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> of his hundreds of famous relatives include Benedict Arnold, James Taylor, President Di Princess Diana, and Bill Belichick. Oh, <gasps> Princess Diana! Princess Diana! Should I? Should we? Should I elaborate? I'm. I wasn't like cheering for Lee Harvey Oswald. I'm just fascinated by presidential assassins. And, and yes, you would know that if you know me. I feel like I should clarify just, that. Okay, yes. continue. <laughs> uh, so uh, apparently, British, British fashion designer Alexander McQueen learned that his ancestor Elizabeth Howe had been hanged for witchcraft. So he did what fashion designers naturally do. He designed a line of clothing inspired by the Salem witch trials. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he called his autumn winter 2007 ready-to-wear collection in memory of Elizabeth Howe, Salem, 1692. Um, there's also several other creative people have used their connections to the Salem witch trials in their work. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker played a witch in Walt Disney's uh, film Hocus Pocus, of course. Uh, her 10th great-grandmother, Esther Dutch Elwell, stood accused of wicked and felonously sundry acts of witchcraft upon the body of Mrs. Mary Fitch. Uh, she was uh, able to escape uh, from death, though, and she also had another famous descendant, Norman Rockwell. Hey, uh, the boy, the lightning, the thunder. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so the sixth uh, great-grandson of Anne Pudieter stood accused, uh, grand the grandmother, uh, Anne Pudieter stood accused of forcing a girl to sign the devil's book, causing a man to fall out of a tree and turning himself into a bird. Uh, she was unfortunately found guilty and hanged, and her sixth great-grandson is Humphrey Bogart. Uh, <gasps> <laughs> I know, right? It's crazy. Uh, Ernest Hemingway was a distant cousin of Samuel Wardwell, who is an eccentric carpenter who was hanged for the pact he made with the devil 20 years earlier. 
Um, Lucille Ball's ancestor, Rachel Vince Vincent, spent months in Ipswich jail, cold, sick, and weak after her arrest for witchcraft, but she did survive and won her release. Um, Rachel also had a famous fourth great-grandson, Millard Fillmore, elected as president of the United States, and also another descendant who succeeded in entertainment, Richard Gere. <laughs> God. Here's what I I feel like you could just say anything at this point. I'd be like, whoa! whoa! No way! You know who else? Your mother! Whoa! <laughs> no way! I love it. It's so good, yeah. So those are just some of, like, the people that are related to both sides of the Salem Witch Trials descendants. I can't believe mm-hmm. so many... I, I want to say I can't believe so many presidents are related, but, like, for some reason I can <laughs> the vibes they're vibes it's the vibes <laughs> god but the princess diana one i was like yeah <laughs> and marilyn monroe how could i forget uh, her uh, with princess diana that's awesome it's like, it's like anyways go see spencer in theaters people close to the royal family who knew Princess Diana are like she'd be horrified by how she's portrayed I'm like she's dead bro I don't know how she'd feel she'd be horrified by the way y'all killed her but okay (laughs) for real oh my god she deserved the world so there's no way to uh venture into it but everyone in uh the midnight hour no i know i have a segue oh, you i have do? a segue i have a segue so you know how all the gays are talking about spencer and christian stewart's act i gotta win an oscar well you know what else is gay and then, and then you can go <laughs> <laughs> everyone in this movie is bisexual as shit yes i literally wrote bi energy and, and the catalyst that substitute teacher. Yes. That holy shit. That it's like boom, 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 boom. She's gorgeous. Yeah. Like she walks in and everyone, every gender is like, whoa. Uh, and then she comes, she for, is for some reason is chaperoning this party. That's not a thing. There's no it, like if it was a school event, yes, but this is just a, a, at someone's house, and she's just showing up and demanding wine. That's not. A thing. I mean, um, and she shows up with this very gender-neutral date dressed as the Grim Reaper. <laughs> and she's dressed as David Bowie. You're always just like, okay, okay, bye, okay I get it. I get it. Bye. We get it. We get, get it. it. That's the real thing affecting these teens in the town. Not vampires, not ghouls, but by energy. <laughs> and that's what's important. It's so good. It's, it's just... Pardon me. Um, if you want. Sorry, I yawned for a second. I don't know why. It's okay. How dare you? How dare you? No, yeah, did you, anything else you wanted to comment on, like, or elaborate on about this theory? Like, <laughs> something you noticed with any of the, because you said everyone's buying this. What? Are, I don't know. It's what, just, where are those vibes it's you the saw? energy that they radiate off. Like, when, when the girls are together and when the guys are together and I'm like, okay, I see you. I feel like the, sh- the shrimp that sees different colors from humans. It's just like, I got the vision. <laughs> Straight stoked. <laughs> I get that, yeah. Um, but no, it's... I don't know. It, it's just vibes, honestly. The whole the whole movie. And I, the, the last part, the last note that I wrote before I forgot to keep writing notes. I was like, I want an undead GF kiss. <laughs> like, <laughs> Me and who? <laughs> Sandy and Phil. Me and who? Bitch. God. 
<laughs> I was like, that's just so convenient for you two to just fall in love in one night. And then she fucking disappears when the curse is broken. And then she, I don't know what the hell she wrote on that, like, with that, on that grave. Like, what she wrote with. That was like the, like her. It was lipstick. Oh, it was lipstick? Yeah. Oh, I'm stupid. I'm sorry. It's okay. Oh my girl. <laughs> Just going through it. <laughs> and she also managed to call the radio station uh, before she... After she went, yeah, I... And she was like, you bye, know, I just want you to know. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fine. Oh, uh, there's a picture on Google. I'm, like, I'm trying to find pictures for uh, the website to put on there. And there's a, there's a screenshot of Phil sitting on the stairs with that... Uh, undead guy that has the sunglasses on and I sent a picture oh, of that yes. to Kate and I was like vibes. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the Love that. whole film right there. Oh god. What a god, I want time. F- Phil? Phil? Phil. Uh, what the fuck is his costume supposed to be? I have like, no he, idea. He jumps, he ascends from that staircase like this is gonna be the coolest costume ever and it's like what are you sp- what, what is going on? These are Ooh. like three costumes at once. Why is your face blue? <laughs> what is that wig? You think this is cool. That's why you don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, so much hatred. Sorry, Phil. Sorry. Whoa. Too much hatred in the world. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'll take it back a little bit. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, t- I'll tone it back a little. <laughs> God. Now, I want to know who the hell he's dressed as, because I have no idea. I'm like, is this some obscure 80s reference? He looks like Sam the Eagle as a rock star in a tuxedo. <laughs> or something. <laughs> what the, What is happening? I, I have no idea. I wish I knew. If anyone knows, if you're listening. Please. <laughs> I need to know who the hell he's supposed to be. <laughs> oh, well, good times. Sounds like I need to calm down and wind down. <laughs> Shall we wind down? Sure. All right. Except I'm not. It's just gonna be wound up again because I watched Halloween Kills and it was fucking as bad as everyone says. <laughs> I'm so glad I. I was gu- I was fully gonna go to the theater and then the more people. Not that I usually let people affect me like this, but I also just don't have a lot of time to go to the movies right now. Yes. And I was like, I hear this is really fucking bad. What if I just streamed it? And I'm glad I did. It was, it, have you seen it yet? I have not seen it yet, no. I won't get into it then, and I'll let you form your own opinion. <laughs> oh, Nelly. Whoa, Nelly, why? <laughs> my, the, uh, my review of this was, wow, Burnt wasn't the worst movie I watched today. Because before that evening, I rewatched Burnt because that's somehow become a comfort movie for oh my me. God. Um, anyway, hashtag stream burnt 2015. Um, what else? I've been trying to, you know, I'm busy and don't watch as many movies, but I've been trying to fit some, some horror faves and new stuff just because it's October. I watched Gigi Saul Guerrero's movie Bingo Hell. It was pretty fun. Uh, about, like, this, like, it's it's a lot of, like, elderly people protagonists or senior citizens and, like, they're like the community center gets bought out by this weird rich dude that runs bingo night and keeps giving everyone like a million dollars and they're like like well there's gotta be a catch to this okay (laughs) um i got to see mad love in a theater and it was beautiful and i was mad because they showed it with this is at new beverly they showed it with eyes without a face which was first and like over half the audience left for mad love and i was like you are all cowards cowards (laughs) um 
What? Ooh, uh, the Slumber Party Massacre remake was a delight. Mm. It was great. Have you have you seen it? I have not seen it yet. I need to. Yeah, it was uh like a sci-fi remake or uh, on the Sci-Fi Channel or whatever. But like, yeah, because it really it does what you would want and expect from a remake of Slumber Party Massacre, mm-hmm. where it's really just like updating the material and having that modern lens. My main, really old main complaint was no like canon gay characters. Not to sound like it. Excuse me. But just like <laughs> come on, if we're gonna, if we're taking, because there's a lot of it's it's a very like feminist lens and a lot of uh, I won't like spoil things, but like. Mm-hmm. It's really fun and clever. Um, it's still a good time. Nice. Yeah. And I want. I finally watched Booker, Booker, Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker. Do you know what that is? I have not heard of that one. It's also called Night Warning. Apparently, I remember Queer Wolf did it early on. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's notable. I guess are noteworthy for being. This was eighty one, and there's like a gay gym teacher in it that is a good person oh. and not like a predator or anything. So like that's the main. His his boyfriend does get murdered in the beginning, but um, it's mainly <coughs> sorry like Oedipus psycho ants and teenage boy kind of thing. Ah. Uh. Um, I'm not de- I'm not describing this really well, but it's, it's on Shutter. Okay. Give it a go. There's a uh, oh, there's a very young Bill Paxton in it for like oh. one scene. I was like Bill, Bill Paxton, he's here. Anyway, what a yeah, he's here. What about you? Um, so I watched a lot more movies than the last time uh, we did a episode. <gasps> hey. um, so I have a fair amount. Um, but first I. What I read and met my goal of my reading year challenge. Um, oh goodness! Yeah. So I was very happy. I I the <clears throat> the last how many that oh I was supposed to, I made it like fifteen because I was like I don't know how many I'm going to read this year, uh-huh. but now I'm like way past that, and I'm like well, that's okay. I'm I'm happy with this. Um, that is okay. So I think the last one that I read uh, when we did an episode was um, "All the Light We Cannot See," uh, which yeah. there is a new book by the same author, Anthony Doer, um, that came out not too long ago, uh, called "Cloud Cuckoo Land." Um, so I I don't know if. Uh, anybody's read that yet? It's like 600 pages, and I, I'm like, that's not intimidating. I've read it. I've read <laughs> thick-ass books. Um, it's, this is fine. Uh, but people are apparently intimidated by it. I'm just like, okay. Don't, don't be, but, like, I, I understand people who have, who are. Um, sorry. I am trying to find... My stupid thing so I can know for certain what in the hell I've been doing. <laughs> um, come on. Do your thing, computer. There we go. Oh, I also uh, read The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. I can't believe I forgot I read that oh. one. Um, really good book. Uh, definitely pisses you off about the medical community. Back when they uh, this all happened, um, and it was really researched, and I know it was like turned into some kind of a movie, I think, on HBO. I don't know for certain, but I I recommend it. Um, and I read *Howl's Moving Castle*, the the original that inspired the film. 
Um, and it's definitely one of those where, like, if you've seen the movie, you probably like the movie more than the book and vice versa. And the book was really good. Mm. Uh, it's just, it's different uh, from the film. But I think they're both, I think they're both really good. So I guess it's just whichever one you like. Uh, and then I read uh, Persepolis, uh, which was a story of a childhood yeah. story of a return, uh, which was really good. I need to watch the film for that because I heard it was it's really good. good. Yeah. So... Um, but then I can now get into my movies that I watched. So the first thing that I watched after Magic was Malignant. Uh, Malignant? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it's happening. Movie of the year. Movie of the decade. God bless. Camp masterpiece. <laughs> it's Thoughts? So good. I loved it so much. And I like how there was, like, memes being made of Malignant where, like, the part where Gabriel throws the chair across the room for no fucking reason. And it's just, like, a WWE crowd, like, cheering when the chair hits the cops. It's Gabriel with a steel chair! (laughs) Uh, I love, like, I, I can see why people might not like it, but, like, I feel like if you know James Wan and his films, it's, like, you're gonna have a good time because he's in on everything that he does in this. That's the thing, though, is, like, this is very different from anything he's done. Yeah. Like, Aquaman's probably the most equal because that is also budgeting camp and everything. Yeah. (laughs) And action. And, like, a lot of people I've talked to were expecting a more James Wan horror movie. Like, they wanted to get scared shitless. And, like, that's not what this is doing. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm like, y'all, I think y'all are being unfair. <laughs> I can't help you if you're not enjoying this. That like, I can't help, I can't you, help you, you if you don't enjoy Malignant. <laughs> Bizar- Sorry, go on. No, it was so... I I loved it. Uh, definitely would watch again. Um, I just... I thought the costume was so cool i would love to see somebody dress up mm. yes! like this mm-hmm. so badly i i have no idea how they would do the back uh for gabriel but i imagine you could probably do something with like a mask and just like customize it yeah, i really there. i really want to see some gabriel costume. i need to see some somebody yeah. get out there and do it i need to see it please and thank you uh and then after that i watched the uh movie terrified which is on shutter um, and it came out in 2017. It's, uh, known as, uh, Aterrados, um, in its original, uh, native language. And it's, it's a foreign language film, um, mm. by, uh, Demian Rugna. And I really liked it. It was, it's kind of found footage but not really. It's, like, it's all through mostly, like, the cameras that are, like, set up in houses or, like, that are recording. And then it kind of cuts to, you know, standard camera um view but i liked it um is this the one with that like dead dead boy body in the at the table yeah okay yeah (laughs) i remember this yes (laughs) um but i liked it i've always wanted to see it because i always saw like the um cover for it on shutter with like the guy that's like split down the middle Mm -hmm. look and i was just like i gotta see this sometimes so i watched it it's definitely like vibes of just like oh this is crazy and shit so um highly recommend it don't watch any kind of trailer when you go into it just go into it and just watch it as it is is my review um (laughs) and then i watched no time to die (laughs) oh my god what'd you what'd you think about that did not use for me malik enough relied too much on people caring about as you said uh bond and um what's her name's 
relationship. Leia Sedu. Yeah. Oh, we relied entirely on us giving a shit about that. And I was like, but I don't. And I was like, I'm like, Vesper had more of an impact. This bitch haunted him for like five movies. Like, come on. Yeah, they were suddenly like, okay, he's finally done with that. He's like, I gotta go visit her grave, and then I'll be done, it's, and then he gets. I don't know. Home, so. The way they decided to wrap up his story is just so boring. I'm sorry. It kind of was. And like I was saying, like that focusing on that relationship took away from him having any closure with the other characters in it that he's known from, at least Skyfall. Beyond. Yeah, honestly. And it's just like, I, I, I really love. I mean, we're a double OQ household, you know. Yeah. Like, but also, like his friendship with Money Penny has always been really fun for me. They don't get any kind of closure. It pisses me off. <laughs> I know, right? Fuck yeah. And I'm like, but Daniel Craig is free. He's free. The weekend. He's free. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Daniel Craig is free. Also, they, I feel like they did not give Lashana Lynch her due. Like, I felt like they, she wasn't I, getting as much action as, like, Anna Diarmas' character got in, like, the ten minutes she was, or however long she was on the screen. And Really? I don't, I don't know. It just felt like they didn't use her as much as they could have. In my opinion, I honestly, I honestly was scared they were gonna use her less than they. I love Lashana Lynch. <laughs> yes, <laughs> every. I mean, every woman in that movie. I'm just like, yes, yes. yes. Um, oh yeah, and all the was really fun. That was, that a, was fun a fun scene. Little... Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I love that. Um, this is huge. This is like spoilers, of course, for. No time to die, but I don't think anyone really cares too uh-huh. much. But like RuPaul fucking dies. Um, <laughs> Sorry, no, it's fucking you, gay. Stop spoiling. You're no time to die. <laughs> um, I I felt like his relationship also with um, oh, I can't remember his name right now, but Jeffrey Wright's character, um, Felix. Felix, yes, Felix. Sorry, I'm having a brain today. Um, that felt like so fast and like over with and even though he's like known him like so long and then like they stretched out this fucking goodbye between him and his <laughs> yeah well to be Again, i mean to be fair that that ended because felix died to be to fair, be fair but... but just like it felt like <laughs> did my friends wrong. didn't know that jeffrey wright had been in one of the bond movies before they're like what the fuck and i'm like he was in casino royale and like felix is a you know this a mansplaining bond to you but felix has been a consistent character like an american ally but they were just literally like jeffrey wright jeffrey wright's here I know, I know, I know, it ain't the Jeffrey Wright. Oh. Um, yeah, the main, my main takeaway is, like, all the action stuff is really fun and what you want in a Bond movie, and then the emotional shit that didn't work, I think. How old is Rami Malik supposed Wait. to be in this fucking movie? Because, like... Oh, that's the other thing! Oh, my God. This is gonna turn into a No Time to Die podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were, like... No, I didn't want to think of I'm like, this is stupid. I'm not going to do math for this. Um, but we got to see Q's cat. That's the main, t- that is my cat. main takeaway. We get to see Q's cat. Love it. Oh. <laughs> That's what really matters. Ben <laughs> wish I was like, can we put my cat in this scene for Q? It's that way everyone knows he really does have these cats and they just, these big old teddy bear eyes and they're like, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> they're like, you know what? If you are kind and polite, the world will be right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so anyways, uh, and then I watched uh, Diablique, uh, the 1955 version, of course. Um, 
really good. I loved it. It's French. It's on my list. Please watch it. It's on HBO. Oui. It is good. I loved it. Um, it's based off of a book. Um, they did ignore some stuff, uh, which there's like there's a remake um, that was done in like the 1990s. Um, I'll tell you more about oh. that off camera. I don't want to spoil it on here. Uh, but well, don't spoil. I haven't seen it. Don't spoil well, it. Well, I want to spoil <laughs> nothing then for you. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> but I really loved it. I the. The tenseness of it and, like, the relationships between the characters was really great. I enjoyed it a lot. If you haven't seen it, just go into it not knowing a damn thing about it and you're going to have a good time. I, I, I promise. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's what I have been up to. Um, I'm trying to figure out what the hell to watch next because I haven't watched any movies since uh, I watched the Midnight Hour for, uh, for the podcast. But um, maybe I'll watch something else from my from my to watch list because God knows I have a million and five movies to watch. You, are you not big on rewatches like I am? Uh, like, depends on like I usually have to be kind of like in the mood to watch if something if I've already seen it before. Um, oh, I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> like I have to be in the mood to watch something new to be. And I'm like I have to process new information. I have to. Process we can talk that. about this off mic. No one gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what? Okay, how about one one spooky recommendation then? Uh, and I'll give you and I'll give you one. You give me one and I'll give you one. Ooh. Oh gosh. Um. Well, shit. I gotta think about that. Like, if you're gonna watch anything this Halloween weekend. Oh. Um. Well. You should probably go one with because I gotta think about that for a second. My brain wasn't oh. prepared for that. <laughs> what are you in the mood for? Do you want? Let's go spooky, but, like, not trying to, like, make me shit myself. Spooky. Like, just, like, enough, like, I love tense atmospheres that kind of rely, like, the more psychological horror um, than, like, straight up horror, I guess, if there's any of that category. If you want vibes. <laughs> no, I'm, th- hold on. Take this with. Why am I choosing? This is just the first thing that came to mind. But something that has really good atmosphere is this movie called Soulmate by Axel Carolyn. Mm. Um, or you could watch. I haven't watched her new movie yet, The Manor. But okay. um, maybe check out that too. She's really cool. I, I like her. Um, <laughs> and she like wrote a whole book on like about like every ghost movie ever made. <gasps> Fuck you. I did. Yeah. Nice. But um. Yeah, this, this, like, this woman goes, this grieving woman goes to this, like, secluded house or whatever, and there's this ghost there that, like, is like, um, will you fall in love with me? And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the vibes, you'll see, like, look at, like, any picture from it. It's like, ooh, vibes. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. that sounds like a fun time. I'm down for that. Um, I don't really have much for movie recommendations but i do have book recommendations since i do work at a bookstore and i maintain oh God. my women looks at horror the... author handicap all the time okay give me one of those yeah so you can always uh read the original woman in black which was written by susan hill um mm. that's what the film was based off the film based itself off of that and i have my one of my co-workers read it uh, as well and she loved it a lot um there's also anything by Darcy Coates is a very good uh, read. Highly recommend her. She, 
Um, she has a shit ton of stuff, so. She, we, I remember getting a shit ton of stuff, and I was like, who, what kind of deal does she have with Barnes & Noble? It's nice to know, to, to hear that her stuff is actually good. Oh, yeah. She's, she's very popular right now. Um, there's also, uh, the Sundown Motel, uh, and Baby Teeth, which have both been, uh, very popular whenever I recommended them to people who are looking for, like, some kind of spooky stuff, which especially right now, people are going for the horror mm-hmm. stuff. Um, there's also, uh, Karen White's, uh, The House on, uh, Trout Street? Trout Street. Um, and that's... Uh, that was, like, one of the first ones when I was trying to look up for, like, lists of, like, who are women that have written horror books, and she was one of the ones that showed up. Um, hmm. So, yeah, anything by, like, uh, Zoji Stage, which is, like, Wonderland uh, and Baby Teeth, um, Simone St. James, oh, goodness, there's probably loads more that I'm forgetting right now. Of course, you can't go wrong with the OGs, Mary Shelley, uh, <laughs> Shirley Jackson. Of course, Aww. Haunting of Hill House, head ass. Uh, <laughs> it's fun time. Those are some good, yeah. Good. I I have so many unread books that I've bought already. Well, <laughs> I put it on the list. Put it on the list. Um. So yeah. All right. Great. Well, I hope everyone has a great, safe Halloween. Absolutely. Um. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, stream burnt 2015. I'm out! You can find me at Dyke Madden on Twitter. You can find me at LM Designs on Twitter and the podcast on Twitter at Horror Time Pod and Facebook at Stop Horror Time Pod. And we're pretty great for people who want to know more about horror movies but just can't watch them. So give us a spread around, tell people about us, uh, just share us around so we can get more people in on this, because, hey, who doesn't love LGBTs and the horror community, mm. which is, like, intersect mm-hmm. at this point. Which is the event, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, bye, y'all. Have a good Halloween, guys. See you next time. Mm.